Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and in today's episode, we're going to delve into the very awkward terrain of finalizing friendships. This is hard, right? Like you, you just talk, you just say, oh, you know, that friendship's over or I'm not really friends with them anymore. It's just kind of, eh, you're going to say that throughout your adult life, but it's still, there are those certain friendships where you just can't take the sting away. It's like, what happened? Why did we grow apart? Why did it go so sour? Why did it get so weird between us? And I think this topic is important because first of all, your friendships are so vital to living a full life, to having really good quality friendships and those people that know you, but at times can remain impartial to what you say and be a form of non-judgmental support for you. They are the family that you choose to have. They have the potential to be when you're in friendships with people where you don't have to wear the mask, where you don't have to, you can just take it all off, let it all hang out, say exactly what you need to say and be who you need to be, the real you without any form of censoring. I just, I value my friendships so much. So many of them are really long-term. And what I've found with friendships is it's almost like (laughs) I've collected them along the way. (laughs) You might have had the same experience. It's like there are a couple from school. There's, you know, maybe one or two from uni. There's one or two from this long-term job and so on and so forth. And when I look back now or I look at my friends on on Facebook, I go, I'm pretty fucking lucky. And I hope that you can say the same. But being lucky with your friendships doesn't mean that it's all going to be smooth sailing. You can have your rough patches. You can have your times of not speaking to each other. You can just have complete different paths in life and the friendship just can't really sustain itself amongst all of those differences. The friendship has run its course. So I want to talk to you today about the secrets of finalizing friendships. The feelings that you feel can be much like an intimate relationship that you choose to have. Make no mistake about that. You can feel all the same feelings that you do when you break up with a partner or when you've drifted apart or you're not in contact anymore. And I was speaking to someone recently and she was saying to me, she was crying and she was saying, I just can't believe what it was like to sit 
at my friend's second wedding when I was a part of the wedding party the first time. And the second time, it's just, it was so stark how much more I, on the outside of her life I was and how the relationship had evolved and how it hadn't really, really sustained the tests of time. They were still friends, but they were nowhere near as close as they used to be, knowing more about each other. And as she cried and as she released and she was apologizing, saying, this is so stupid. I'm like, it's not stupid. It's not silly at all. It's you go through a form of grief. And something that I like to say to people, whether it's about a friendship or an intimate relationship, is sometimes it's not just about losing them or losing the connection. It's also about losing who you were or the identity that you had when you were in that friendship with that person. Some friends can activate us to be more adventurous, more curious, more explorative, and we miss that part of ourselves and we miss those parts that were activated when we're in that friendship. So it's a loss on multiple levels. It's a loss of your identity. It's a loss of the connection between you and that person. It's a loss of the support. It's a loss and it's okay and it's safe to grieve that. In fact, it's necessary so that you can create the space to rebuild some really incredible, potent, deep quality friendships, which you need. It's a matter, it's just a fact of life that some things will run their course and not everything's meant to be forever. So if you can stand there, look back and say, that was an incredible bond. I had so much fun. They activated this in me. I got to find this out about myself. And without putting a negative slant on it, there would have been some troubled times as well. If you're not friends anymore, then there's some sort of rift. There's a differing of values. There's a a stark difference in lifestyles and choices. And it's just, it just got to a point where it was too hard to forge and meld those two lifestyles together. And that's okay. You couldn't keep living your life a certain way to make it fit that friendship. You needed to follow your own ideals, your own values, your own turn-ons. And that means more than wearing a mask in a friendship. Speaking of wearing masks in friendship, if you are wearing a mask in your friendships or one friendship, that is a red flag that that friendship probably has a a limited lifespan on it. I really believe in quality over quantity and I really believe that with true friendships you can be yourself. You don't have to worry about saying the right thing or the wrong thing or you know being apologetic for who you are none of that. Like that doesn't that feels like an association you have not a friendship. I really really stand by friendships being raw, friendships being open to the celebratory times. A good friend should celebrate with you. A good friend should commiserate with you. A good friend should nod and listen to you. 
A good friend should be one of your confidants in your life where you don't have to be concerned about where that information is going to go when you reveal it. A good friend will be really excited for you when something exciting happens to you and they won't make it about them and they won't sit there and immediately feel deflated about the excitement that they don't have or the opportunity that they don't have. They will be able to separate themselves and their identity from you so that they can stand there in their maturity and be there for you no matter what life throws at you. Really pay attention to that one. A good friend should be able to celebrate with you. And if you're reluctant to share one of your wins with your friends, what does that say? What does that say about who you have to be and how you have to conform to and how you need to play small to make them comfortable? I want you to know that there are an abundance of friendships out there. Even if you live in a small town, there are an abundance of friendships out there in person and online. And that what you have right in front of you, you don't have to sustain it out of scarcity mode. You don't have to keep those friendships going out of pure loyalty and obligation. Those ways are done. Uh, tend and befriend is done. Tend and befriend is when you be overly nice to people to make sure that you fit in and that there aren't any negative ramifications. We're done with those ways. That's not friendship. That's a relationship based on fear and not enough and that you're not enough and that you'll never get more friends. So have the courage, have the audacity to finalize some of your friendships if you can. I know this bit is hard, especially if you're conflict adverse, especially if this creates a lot of discomfort in you. Sometimes the best possible outcome for a friendship being final is just the loss of contact. There doesn't have to be a dramatic big bang at the end. There doesn't have to be even words shared. It's just you meet up for the last time and you say goodbye and you walk away from coffee or dinner or a drink and you really listen to the feeling inside that that relationship has run its course and you don't keep feeding it. If you keep feeding a connection out of obligation, it's like you're resuscitating something that's already passing or passed on the table. Like, keep it going, keep it going. One of your very valid options is just to not engage, not make contact. And that can be the kindest and most self-protective course of action to take. Just not feeding the friendship, not feeding the connection, really letting it go and letting it go into the ether. And if they contact you, being really choosy about how you respond to them if you're not prepared for the relationship to continue. Nine times out of 10, people will pick up on the cues that you're not prepared or that you're not stepping up to the plate of sustaining that friendship. And that's what's so helpful in so many ways about messenger you know, apps these days is that we don't need to pick up the phone and you know, that's not our only mode of contact or, you know, writing letters. We could 
we can choose how we respond and we can take our time and we can be really, really kind in the way that we release someone. If it does happen that you need to finalize the friendship in a clearer way and they aren't picking up the cues that it's done for you, it's time to step into your sovereignty and let them know that the relationship has run its course. Writing this is definitely easier than saying it because you can sit down, you can construct what you're going to say, you can articulate everything the way that you want to, and you can make it really tactful and really personal and really beautiful. You can share what you've loved experiencing with them, what your memories are, what you appreciate about them, and what and who you're now putting your attention on for your life and time. Yes, you can blame a lack of time. Most people will know that busy is an excuse and that busy is code for this isn't important to me. What I think often happens though is there's usually a landmark occasion and one person doesn't attend and then people don't keep following up. If you don't attend the wedding, if you don't attend the baby shower, if you don't attend the birthday party, that can usually mean that that's a sign whether you literally couldn't or you chose not to go. That's usually a signal that things are not going to continue. Like that person's probably not going to keep chasing you to attend things. They're going to get the message. They're going to feel like you're not there like you used to be. Whether you choose to keep following a friend or a former friend on social media is another thing altogether. So for me, with one previous friend I had, it felt like there was a lot that was unspoken between us and half 50% of that is on me. And we both wronged each other in subtle ways. And I decided it wasn't in alignment for me to be friends with them on Facebook anymore. It was like I'd see their name, I'd get that stab in my solar plexus and be like, oh, the pain, like the wounds. And I just went, I don't need to keep being exposed to this feeling when we've got all of this stuff that happened between the two of us. Uh, So I let In all honesty, I left that one for a little while. It's not like an immediate decision I made when I recognized the signs that the friendship wasn't going to continue. So whether you choose to still be friends with them on social media is not a decision you need to make straight away. But if there's really a rift or a disagreement or a clash in values, unfriending may be the most friendly thing that you can do, the most cordial thing that you can do in that situation. So you have time around that one, unless it's really, really clear, things are very final and things are very done. As a last little note about finalizing friendships, just like an ex, don't get drunk, (laughs) don't start using and send them messages about the old times, like really resist that urge Marvel in those memories and enjoy them, but keep the separation. If you, it was on you that you wanted to finalize the friendship and you're the one that really instigated the cutting of the cord, 
then stay the course. If you really wanted to reconnect with them and it feels good and it feels right, trust that you'll do it when you're completely clear-headed. If you need a permission grantor, if you need something to make you disinhibited to want to reach out to them again, how genuine is the reach out? So really resist, wait till you're straighty 180 and clear. And if it still feels like you're yes, you still want to reconnect. If you, yeah, want to share old times, um, then do it when do it when the time is right. Yeah. So there's lots of parallels. Like when you look at finalizing friendships, finalizing intimate relationships, there's not really anything that's different about them. The one thing that's different is friendships just tend to trail on for a longer time without the really significant breakup, without the, this is over, this is done, we broke up, they moved out, because you know, most of us aren't living with our friends in the first place. Um, especially when we're, you know, as we're getting older, we choose to live by ourselves, we live with partners or families and it's just not that final. That's what can leave it lingering. That's what creates the discomfort is it's like, what happened? Where did, where did our connection go? In all honesty, the drift option is kind of the, the preferable one. It's a preferable one for me. It's just that organic. It's run its course. There's no animosity. Uh, we didn't even have to say anything. We both just weren't feeling it and we've stopped catching up and it's not even malicious. It's just, uh, if I'm going to spend my time with people, they're not my first preference. They're not in the upper echelons of the very special people that I love. And that's okay. It's just like, The hierarchy changes, things shift, things evolve, and you have friends in your life that are the long-standing, steadfast ones, and you have friends that are there for a particular context or experience um, or course or program that you did, and that's okay. You, You had that bond over what you were doing at the time, and then Sometimes life outside of that experience, that context, that commitment, it just just can't be sustained. You needed that in order to keep the bond strong at the time. What I want you to take away from this is that there are so many potential friendships out there for you. Uh, don't go into scarcity mode with friendships. Don't think that there aren't enough people out there. Don't for one minute say there are no people like you out there because there are. And something that I put on social media is create where you belong. Like really create where you belong. I'm doing, I'm living this life and I'm doing this work to create where I belong. And I trust that that will call in the clients, that will call in the friends that will call in the people that I connect to most, like other entrepreneurs who are creating where they belong. And there's a like-mindedness there. So have the, have the balls to create the spaces that can call in the people where you belong or start an activity so that other people can come on or create a workshop or whatever it is to start to forge more connections. There's so much, there's so much possibility out there and we're lucky. And anyone that has you as a friend 
is really, really fucking lucky because I bet you're a really good friend. (laughs) Now, my work and one-to-one is not about us being friends, but in being your confidant, you start to learn or relearn what it is to forge a relationship that is based on mutual trust, that is based on you revealing and you getting vulnerable and you finding out who you are, you taking off the mask so that when you show up in the real world, you've done your training with me in your one-to-one process and the way that you show up is more real, more authentic, more you. That's all you need to say, just you. If you need a guiding light through navigating the world of friendships and relationships and you need someone who's steadfast and always in your corner, reach out to me, complete a one-to-one application form, and we will be speaking very soon about you starting an incredibly potent, deep six-month process so that you can make and create much better quality friendships, relationships, and connection in your life. It's all about the intimacy. I'm going to help you get there.